Hey everyone, and welcome back to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sophie. Today, it is just the two of us, and we decided to talk about something that I think is long overdue, and that is our experience as student-athletes and why we ended up quitting our sport. Yeah, so I figured we should probably talk about first, like, when and why we started playing. Because we started around the same time, Lauren mm-hmm. and I. Um, I started in fourth grade because my mom said that she played in high school, so she wanted me to try it. And at first, I didn't want to, but I did. <laughs> um, and and look where we are now. Yeah, look where we are. No, I started playing because Sophie and two of our other very close friends at the time were playing, and that was in fifth grade. And it was just boys and girls club. And then we both, I got Sophie to finally do club volleyball with me, which is, like, select, if you know, like, that thing. It's Mm -hmm. more of, like, the throwdown, like, this is where people get recruited kind of thing. It's the more serious version. Mm -hmm. And Sophie and I, we played on the same team for the first year. That was our 12th year. That was our 12th year. Except I was 11. Or, because you were supposed to turn 12. But Yeah. Anyway, and then we went to separate clubs for 13th year. Sophie was on a more serious one, and I was still in the same, like, kind of beginner club. And I think that's kind of where our, like, love-hate relationship with volleyball kind of started. At least for me. With the clubs? Yeah. Because all of a sudden, it, like, became very, very competitive. And at the tryouts, it became more cutthroat. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and I was like, I was like very disappointed in myself that I couldn't be on the same team that was as good as Sophie's, but I still ended up having a lot of fun. And then 14's year, I got into a club I really liked and I played with them for my 15's year and I also played beach volleyball there. And I still have a lot of respect for that club. I I love it so much. If I were to go back and play, I would 100% do it at that club. Yeah. I ended up staying at the club that I played at 13's year, so... I played with them for three years after my first year, and I'd say they're my favorite club. I just think they're a good fit because of the location, but I did play beach with Lauren's club as well. The coaches are silly and goofy, (laughs) which is cool. I also did some, like, summer stuff with them. Yeah. So I was, like, I was associated with both clubs, I think. I mean, I think with the clubs we played with throughout the years, we've all, we've both created really strong bonds with our previous teammates and with the coaches we've really liked. But I think, yeah, we can transition now into what we liked about clubs, I suppose. Or what we liked about volleyball in general. For me, I, I think the main reason I liked it was because I liked the game. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but, um... I just really liked to play it. I thought it was fun. I liked progressing. And yeah, I mean, it was just my favorite game to play. And I also really liked the teammates that I met. And I I really like team activities. I like that it's a sport where you work together and not all the pressure is on like one person. Like you have to like work as a unit mm-hmm. to make the game work, which I really like because it's like each member is equally important in their role. And obviously, like Lauren said, um, we've met a lot of really great people. And for me, I played at the same club for three years. So in those three years, I basically had a really similar set of teammates. And I'd say two of my best friends are from playing volleyball. And, you know, it's kind of a shame that I quit, but 
um that doesn't mean we can't be friends anymore it's like we're more than teammates now yeah i think for me volleyball really became an outlet during covid because i was playing 14s year volleyball and then everything stopped from covid and my family actually moved to canada for a bit and when we came back the club i was trying to play with they're in a different area of washington so it's a bit of a drive down there but they had practices going because their restrictions weren't as strong and even though my family was really cautious about covid they're like you should just go play just to get back in it and i really enjoyed that it gave me something to do because i was online for the whole year i didn't do hybrid i was just seeing my family every day it was very monotonous but with volleyball, that was able to make things more interesting. I was, like, driving down to Tacoma for two times a week to go play. And their beach team, the t- the team I played at, um, they have the, they're, like, the number one beach volleyball club in the country, which was pretty crazy. And so, of course, their workouts were always really intense. And I was talking to my dad the other day, and a, fr- a really funny memory I have is, or Sophie can attest to this, like, during their like warm up conditioning on the beach, like that's a that's like that kicks your butt. Yeah, it's it's intense. But you know, if do you know the song Kokomo by the Beach Boys? Nope. Okay, if I played <laughs> it for you, you'd understand. But for those of you who know Kokomo by the Beach Boys, it's very like a relaxed like oh it's a beach day song, and that song is playing. Meanwhile, you are thinking you're about to die because you are just going for the craziest workout in the hot blistering sun. I mean, not his hot blistering in Seattle. Come on, but. I have a lot of really great memories from my time playing there and my indoor team during, like, last year. That was also the same, such a great outlet for me because I was able to escape the monotony of lockdown. But then school season started. And this is <laughs> or where... sophomore year school season. Yeah. This is where things changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we both had different experiences with this. I actually really enjoyed school season because I loved going to practice every day because like like I mentioned before, I really like the game and I still do even though I don't play it um, anymore. But I really enjoyed going to the practices every day, but it was different than club and that's kind of what threw me off. And this was me and Lauren's first year playing volleyball with the school because last year we weren't in school. Mm-hmm. So it was new. And it was definitely an interesting experience. Yeah. I don't really know, like, how to elaborate. Or, I mean, let's think. Well, okay, what made it different? Explain to the people. I wasn't with the same teammates I'm normally with, which meant that on our team there was, like, club players, but there was also, like, recreational players, Mm -hmm. which threw me off because normally I'm, like, a... I'm on a really fast-paced team with people who've been playing for, like, years. But um, on the school team, there's some people who don't play it competitively. Oh, okay. I just remembered something. Sorry to cut you off. But um, I was going to do that, but then I stopped myself. Anyway, but I just remembered something, and I think something that really threw me off about school volleyball is that you are practicing every day. And not only that, but they threw a ton of new a ton of people into new positions they had never played before. So the previous year, the club year you know, during COVID that I loved so much, I was playing middle blocker, who is typically that's a defensive player where you're up at the front and you're like 
putting your arms over the net to try and stop people from hitting. And I enjoy, I really like that. And I'm not, I'm 5'6". So our whole team wasn't very tall, but I still was a middle who's typically the tallest position. And I went from that and in the school year, they wanted me to be a DS libero. And if you know volleyball, that is typically your shortest position. You are passing all the time and you're back row only. It's very defensive, and you're getting hit at, and (laughs) it was just, like, kind of a worst nightmare scenario for me at the time, because I remember talking to Sophie during the season during COVID, and I was like, oh my gosh, I could never be a DS libero, which is what Sophie has played her whole time. Like, I hate receiving, I hate passing, I just, I I couldn't do it. And all of a sudden, they're like, so Lauren, if you're gonna- You got on the team, but- but yeah, so that was a learning curve for me, for sure. It was really um, interesting because at our school, there a lot of the players that tried out just did front row. So I guess the options for back row were limited, and they were looking for three DS liberos. So one of them was me. One of them was this really, really good player. She plays at, like, the best club in our area. And then the other one was Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a couple juniors that tried out for that position, but they – did not make it, and Lauren did, and she was shocked. Oh, yeah. I was really surprised that they didn't take... So the juniors that had... uh, I almost said auditioned. The juniors who had tried out had played the same position like Sophie had for their whole entire volleyball career, and it was really surprising that they were... that the coaches were going to discard them and take me on as the hitter, or as the DS... I actually was not surprised when I found that out. As somebody who's played this position for a while on club, it was pretty obvious to me who was going to get picked for that position, and it didn't surprise me that Lauren was picked. Oh, so you the expert background info. I mean, I think one of the reasons I did that is because I had played beach for two years in a row, and in that, there's only two people, and you do like every position basically there are no side or they kind of are but there aren't really the very static positions that you have in indoor volleyball and so you're doing a lot of receiving for beach and so I think that might be part of it but yeah it was just a really big learning curve for me and then I something that was also surprising is during my indoor season this is like kind of like all volleyball insider stuff I mean not volleyball insider but like if you know the game then you kind of know what we're talking about but during the indoor season, um, during COVID, I didn't serve that much. And serving is, you know, how do you explain serving? The, what starts the game, kind of. Yeah. And almost, It starts the play. Oh, yes. Yeah, starts the play. And I barely did that because I was a middle. And typically the DS libero would go serve for me and then they would play back row. And we're really getting into technicalities here. Maybe I should scrap that, actually. But... Besides the learning curve, I think, should we get into the nitty-gritty of... Why we quit? Of why we quit. Yeah, I think you should start. This is kind of okay. your thing. This was this Lauren's is, idea, yeah, this too. this was my idea. Um, honestly, just full disclosure, during the school season, I was having such bad mental health. I would come home from games, or even starting in the summer season, I just, all of a sudden, I was like... I can't play the position I want to play because everyone's taller than me. I, like, I'm not good at the position they want me to be in. It was just all this, like, 
they're not going to pick me to be on the team. And then when they did, it was just like, I like don't know what to do. To me, I felt there was a very toxic culture around the whole thing. Like club volleyball or school volleyball? School volleyball. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Because I went from a club that really emphasized, this is teamwork, we're all having fun, and, you know, we do go out and get our national titles and whatever, but we still prioritize having a good um, relationship with our coaches and players and players between players, and it was all really focused on that family aspect. From that really inclusive culture to a culture of very much, we're only going to take the best. And, I mean, it would be like that either way with volleyball, but it just seemed, it just had a very different air to it. I can't really describe it, but it just, there just felt like there was a really strong toxicity around all of it to me. I agree. Um, I think that some of the girls on our team were close and then some of them weren't. And there were certain players who... Yeah, it was kind of clicky. Yeah, they had a, some players had a different attitude than some other players. I typically, on a team... I've never been, like, an extremely, like, cutthroat player. Mm -hmm. I'm more about the teamwork aspect, and I'm, like, I'm the type where during a game, I'm not going to be like, you should have gotten that ball. It's like, and you got the next one. Like, I don't, I'm not going to, like, murder you over a mistake, but there were certain players on our team who did have that mentality, which probably comes from, like, the different teams we've all played on Mm -hmm. and whatever. Um, But that was really weird to see mix and there was like the relaxed players who like sometimes wouldn't try and then it was not a good balance yeah of like what we all wanted like some of us really wanted to win and some of us were just doing it for fun and there wasn't exactly an in-between and that caused our performances to be not so good i think that's probably just because in school volleyball they can't be as selective as club because they don't have like oh, the, like, 300 girls who are coming to try out from across the state. It's like, okay, the number of people who play volleyball in the school, now we weed out this and that. But, I don't know, people are always like, oh, team sports is such a good way to learn people skills, and I agree. It just can be very exhausting. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't go to sports to fix my social (laughs) life, maybe. Yeah, I didn't really have a problem with the other players. It was just, I didn't really match with the coaches I suppose and they all had you know their various things they were into like one of them was very into like your health and whatever and one of them was into like oh positive affirmations and I just couldn't get along with their energy I mean I'm still like oh their energy but like I I really don't know what other way to put it like I support their endeavors and whatever but I just couldn't be in that space I agree I think the coaches were a big part of how our experience played out basically they put a lot of emphasis on what they like to call benchergy <laughs> and this was something that I for lack of a better word hated with a passion <laughs> I feel like it really okay what they would do is if you wanted to get played you had to have really good benchergy which is which is when you're on the bench, you have to be cheering loud all the time. You have to be hyped. You have to be, like, on every single play. You cannot be distracted. You cannot be talking to your teammates. Yeah. You can't talk to your teammates teammates about anything other than volleyball. Yeah. And that was a problem for me because there was... I already mentioned this, but one of the liberos, she was insanely good. She still is, she, I, I love her. 
Yeah, she's amazing. Shout out to DT. Yeah. Um, so she was the main libero. I was like, I played like second set probably. Which is this, like the second half of. Oh, wait. It, it, it can be. Okay. okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, so she would play um, libero mainly and I would either play like DS where I'd have to wait to be rotated in or I'd play libero a different set. So point is I'd be waiting on the bench and obviously some of the girls on this team I really loved. So I'd sit next to them, and, like, me and one girl especially were pretty close. So we would talk about other things, obviously, because we're not just teammates. We're, like, friends. And this really pissed our coaches off because they were like, guys, you're distracted. I'm not going to put you in if you're yeah. not focusing on the game. And I'm I'm sitting here like, this game is about, like, teamwork and camaraderie. Like, yeah. you can't eliminate the friendship aspect of a team or else it's no longer a team. The energy was very artificial, too. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, like Sophie was saying, it's like you can't play unless you have energy. So we'd like lose a point. And of course, everyone's upset about it. But you have to be like, oh, we got it. But meanwhile, everyone's just like in their head and they're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It was really difficult because it just felt fake. And it's like, like, it's okay to be down after you lose a set. You're not supposed to be excited when you lose. Yeah. So it just didn't... It felt like the competitive aspect, too, was taken away. Because it was just like, every point is a win. And it's yeah. like... It's like, I'm a competitive person, and I'm not going to be happy if we lose a set, you know? Yeah. And I it th- was it was hard to be fake like that. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do <laughs> for playing time. Yeah. I mean, another thing I have is that, like... A lot of my club experience was like, oh, uplifting our achievements. And we'd go into practice and our coaches would be like, guys, have you looked at the rankings? We are number one in the region right now. That is so exciting. And to go from that to um, finding out we were number one in the region for JV girls volleyball. But that was only at the end of the season. And the whole season, Sophie and I thought we were like doing so poorly. (laughs) Yeah. And when someone said that to us, we were like, are, are you sure? Like Yeah, we ranked, like, number first. one. Yeah, we yeah. were first, um, which was crazy. But we had no idea because yeah. we we felt like we were doing so poorly. It's because our coaches never acknowledged our achievements. There was yeah. never a single game, even if we won. There was never a game where afterwards it was like, yeah, you guys did awesome. Like, yeah, we had some rough spots, but it was really good performance. Every single game ended <gasps> the same. I'm at a loss. I was going to say that. (laughs) Every single game ended with, I'm I'm at at a loss. loss. And then they would go in depth. They'd be like, I saw this thing happened a lot. And you guys were not cheering. Even if it was like really good playing, whatever, it would still be like, our energy was so bad. And it just, it was so frustrating to go from a community of club volleyball where it's you and your teammates and it's, oh my gosh, we did so good. Let's go out to Olive Garden for dinner to like, we played well. Here's some donuts because it's someone's birthday. Um, go home on the bus. Yeah. I mean, we didn't actually really get stuff after that. That was only enough. once, and it just stuck out in my memory. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think another thing just, like, really similar to that is one time we were playing the freshman team, and this is, like, such a bad memory for, like, I mean, not... This is it, so embarrassing. It's so bad. And we lost... Do we lost lose the whole game? I thought we lost only one set. We only lost one set. Yeah, so we won. Wait, the, we lost? We no, no, no. I'm I'm jogging my memory. So we played the freshman team, and we lost one set out of three. 
which is you know, not like a third of the game. But the one set we lost was the shorter one. And so we had played really well. Everyone was, you know, like taking chances and trying out like new like kinds of hits, trying out this and that. And I think like everyone I talked to after that game was like, yeah, we played really well. That was really fun. And then all of a sudden they say, everyone get on the line. We're going to run suicides. I did not remember that. And oh, you probably just like trauma washed it. But everyone get on the line. We're going to run suicides. And for those of you who don't know, suicides when running is like you have to run half court or no no, quarter court, quarter court, touch the line back. Actually, not just we normally dive. Well, that's what what I did on club. Did we do that on? I know. I think we just touched the floor. Okay. Okay. So you have to run quarter line, touch the ground back to the end line, back end line. Midline, touch the ground, and back to the end line. All the way to the other end line, touch the ground, run back. And it's basically like you go through in quarters, basically. Yeah, it's it's really just it's not a good time. It's yeah. not a good time. And so they had us do that. And after, I know there were like three girls crying, and they were crying because they we all thought we had done so well, and to go from that like oh we're so happy we're having a great time with each other. To just that all of a sudden, like, out of the blue, you guys did so poorly. I'm so disappointed in you. Like, I, I'm i at a loss. <laughs> I'm at a loss. I don't know why that happened. Um, We were going to run lines. Uh, that yeah. was terrible playing. When we all thought we did really well. There were a couple instances of that where it was... And I, like, there were a couple of people crying throughout the season. That's not normal. And they were like... And after one girl was crying, they're like, you know, if you guys ever need a break because you're just feeling so overwhelmed with school and whatever, <laughs> you can just tell us, <laughs> which is... Obviously, we're not, because then we're not going to get played. Yeah. It, it's... it's <laughs> It was just a bad situation. And beyond that, I mean, okay, we went live a couple of times during the school season, and Sophie and I would talk about it, and we, we were always like, well... I barely slept last night, but when you do something you really love, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> lies. Lies. It mattered so much. And I remember one time when we were on live, Sophie came to a realization that she had forgotten to eat dinner the night, previous night because oh, yeah. she was so booked with homework and volleyball. And she's like, well, when I do something where I really love, <laughs> no, don't. If you like ever hear some like archive of that, no, it's a lie. But... I remember one specific instance that's, like, just always been hanging in my mind, and it's that at the end of the day, I was getting into bed, and I was like, I don't think I've drinking any water today. I think I went to the bathroom, like, once today. Like, TMI, but, you know, you're supposed to go to the bathroom more than one time a day. And that's when it had hit me that this has gone to a point that this isn't only affecting my mental health, but my physical health, too. I'm ignoring things that need to happen. I think I had a different experience. I really enjoyed, like, being busy a lot. The The part about high school volleyball that got to me was, one, how I didn't have time for homework. Mm-hmm. But also, during the games, the games were the worst part, in my opinion, because I was not getting played. <laughs> like, I was rarely getting played, and I never got a chance to, like, prove that I could also be as good of a libero as the other girl I was basically competing with and it was really frustrating because then they would come up to me and be like you need more bench energy and I'm like well yeah you know what I'd have energy if you put me in 
And there was one time where it got, like, really bad. I was really down on myself. And I was, like, yeah, I was, like, I'm just so bad. Like, I'm not even progressing at all. Which was a common experience, actually, among all of the school girls that yeah. also play club. I've talked to them. They're like, yeah, I just never played well during school season. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I went to the coaches and I was like, I feel like I'm not a good aspect on this team. Like, maybe just yeah. don't play me. No, Sophia, I remember this. You were considering quitting. Yeah, I was. Or like quitting halfway through school season, not just like quitting volleyball. Yeah, it's because I was, like, so... I I couldn't understand why they weren't playing me, so I assumed I was doing something really wrong. And I thought I was, like, a risk. Because every time I did get put in, I was obviously nervous. Because, like, when you get put in less, you get less chances to prove that you're a good player. Mm -hmm. So you really have to make those few chances count. And that was really hard for me to deal with. Because on my club team, I got, like, a good amount of playing time. Yeah, I was a solid player. And that was never a doubt for me. But then in the school season, it was so negative that I thought I was just, like, ruining the team. And so I went to them and I was like, yeah, you know, I might have to leave the team. Like, I don't think I'm a good aspect to this team, blah, blah, blah. And I can't remember what they said. I was just like, I don't know. I was just really upset and I was confused and I was frustrated because I'd never felt that since, like, I got past my first mental block with volleyball during 13's year or was it 14's year one of those years years. yeah so I I had never felt so stuck before and it was really annoying and I didn't understand why I think one thing that yours reminded me of is usually when you're on a team the people who are in your position you kind of get along with and it's like oh yeah we're middle buddies we're you know outside hitter buddies it's kind of like you know that camaraderie of we play the same the same position like we understand what we have to do let's practice together whatever and it went from that to it becoming such a competition between Mm -hmm. the people who are on the same position I remember talking to girls and they'd be talking about like the other people who are playing their positions and it just wasn't good yeah I was lucky because the people in my position I actually liked not Lauren though (gasps) (laughs) how dare you Anyways, it was it was really hard because especially with Lauren, because she had never played this position and mm-hmm. she was getting played way more than me. I was like, oh, God, this is not good. <laughs> no, I was so confused about that, too, because I wasn't very good. Let's be honest. I mean, I wasn't outstanding, but you definitely weren't bad, though. Yeah, no. But the fact that they were playing me who had just started opposed to you who had played this position your whole time. Like, uh, yeah, it, it's confusing. The coach's logic was often very confusing. Like, I remember one game, they just decided to switch everyone's positions around, positions around just for fun. And so oh, I yeah. ended up playing a hitting position. Mind you, I hadn't played that same hitting position since, like, 14th year. And it was, like, before COVID, I was playing that position, and all of a sudden they were saying, okay, Lauren, you're going to go play opposite hitter. <laughs> and... It was insane. And they had this one, the other DS Libero, go play setter. Yeah. And they just did that for fun. And then they were so surprised when we lost. They were so shocked when we lost. They were like, guys, you should be able. (laughs) They were like, guys, we need to be able to pull this together. And I'm like, put us in the positions we're meant to play. Because first of all, we all enjoy our positions decently, except for for a couple people. But... For, for when I enjoy my position, I had no intentions of switching it up. 
And it really put a dent in our confidence, and I really disliked that. Yeah. I mean, I think a good thing that came out of... or So we ended up not playing volleyball. Spoiler alert. We yeah. have stopped playing volleyball since. Um, I decided not to try out for any club teams because I figured this is the back to COVID year. It's good to reset, reset. And honestly, I just needed a break from all the pressure that was school volleyball and how, and I came to an epiphany that was, I'm, when I'm playing school volleyball, I don't, I wasn't in a good place and that I need to get out of that place. And in order to do that, I felt I needed to take a break. And so I did. Mm -hmm. I ended up quitting volleyball as well, but what I value the most about my time playing this game isn't really like how I've progressed it's mostly like the skills that I learned like I learned how to trust myself and I learned how to act under pressure and I made great friends that I'm I'm still in touch with and I built some pretty amazing bonds with people I never would have met otherwise and I think that is probably the most valuable thing to me and I, I definitely wouldn't have played this long if I didn't have those people with me. Yeah. I mean, all in all, this like this very much came out as us just bashing our coaches. But a lot of good came out of it. Um, I think I at least was able to make good connections with the, our upperclassmen. And I I don't know. It's, it's complicated. And I think from this love letters from ex-student athletes, what is your one piece, one takeaway? I would say play sports. <laughs> play sports. And also don't be afraid to try something new. Like I know for me, I'm quitting volleyball, but next year I'm starting track. And I'm really hoping to get good at that. And I wouldn't have had the opportunity to try that if I didn't have to let go of something first. And I think that's valuable. And like, don't beat yourself up for not being amazing or like the best at your sport, because there's probably other areas that you excel in that are equally as important. Yeah, I think for me, um, like Sophie was saying, don't be afraid to try new things. Also, don't be afraid to stop. Um, I know, like, I in this book I was reading in English, The Kite Runner, one of the um, lines is like, I know in America, like, the sentiment is, if you quit, it's equivalent to peeing in someone's lemonade. And that was, like, a funny line to me because it really brings to light the American attitude towards, like, quitters never win, and what's the point if you're, like, going to stop doing whatever you're devoted to? But don't be afraid to quit. I stopped playing volleyball, and I am in such an exponentially better mental state than I was when I was playing school volleyball. And, yeah, so don't be afraid to quit. Don't be afraid to try new things. I have one more. Oh, Sophie has another. And like Lauren was saying, for not or for not being afraid to quit, I know I definitely was because I was at this point where I thought that if I stopped playing volleyball, I would lose the one thing that made me special and made me stand out. And I thought, I thought for a while that I could never quit because this was my thing. Obviously, I'm the volleyball player, <laughs> but it's okay to let go of that because obviously, your sport isn't all that matters. Mm-hmm. There, there are many, many special things about me. So yep. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think all in all, I say put your mental health first, and if that means quitting, then quit. And I think that's about it for us. Um, but thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.